So as a resin 3D printer, they're, they're quite affordable and they're well-reviewed well, and they're very reliable. Like um, we use them in our 3D printing uh, business on a regular basis, and it's one of our primary workhorses. All right, all right, right, Paul. Another day, another episode. Last week we talked about FDM printers. This week we are covering resin. Um, obviously, resin is extremely popular as a printer type, and uh, you've compiled a list of some of the amazing ones, but today we're primarily focusing on large format resin 3D printers, correct? Yeah, um, I think we what reviewed maybe like 20 plus resin printers over the past like two yeah. years. So yeah, we, we have a lot of printers that we went through. That's a great point. So if, if folks go on our website and look through the rankings uh, on the site where Paul and team have pretty much reviewed, as Paul mentioned, quite a few different printers here. Uh, some of them already have reviews up. Some are still in our inventory and yet to be written up. But something interesting that always stands out to me is that in the top five printers, the four out of five are Elegoo. Any particular reason for that? Yeah, so with Elegoo, um, well, first of all, all these printers, all these resident printers print great. Um, they've, uh, they do a great job of um, reproducing detail. They're reliable. But one thing Elegoo has over the competition is they, they, their price. Um, usually they're a little bit more affordable than, say, Anycubic or other makers such as Epax or Prusa. Um, and that's what really kind of puts Elegoo a little bit ahead of everyone else. It's, it's, they're just a little bit more affordable, a little bit easier to get your hands on. Okay, no, that totally makes sense. So the price is kind of a differentiator. If, if, if folks go on a website and rankings, they'll notice that the print quality is 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. <laughs> so <laughs> we're basically saying that they're all equivalent in terms of the quality of the final product that comes out? Yeah, so they, they're they all great. Um, they print amazingly well. Like it doesn't, like if you choose Elegoo or Anycubic, you will get the same great print quality. Yeah. But Elegoo does have the edge of, you know, availability, uh, that price advantage. Um, so that's one reason why um, we do recommend something, say, like Elegoo, just because it's that much easier to get your hands on. Yeah, and I think you told me just last week that one of your favorites, uh, was it Mars 3 that broke down, and now you got yourself a Mars 4? Yeah, and um, and during Black Friday, they were, like, super on sale. I think there's, like, maybe $200, so pretty pretty easy to get your hands on if you if you wanted to yeah for 200 bucks you can start to print high definition high quality yeah. you know, miniatures and whatnot i think that's pretty impressive but that being said on the topic of elegoo how do you how do you feel because we don't have mars 4 review up but how do you feel you know about mars 3 versus mars 4 what is there any significant change there so if um you take a look at the website you'll you see that the mars 4 kind of has that um uh, additional resolution. So I think they're marketing it as a 9K screen, which is 
pretty, pretty uh, insane. Um, but um, from a real life standpoint, we're starting to get to the point of diminishing returns with uh, 3D printers. So um, if you got your hands on a Mars 3, the Mars 4, unless you get, you know, a microscope or a macro lens, the difference between the quality is very, very small. But, you know, it's always nice to have the latest and greatest. Yeah. Okay. Now, that's, I think, it's very important that we chat a little bit about what's going on in the, in the, in the resin market, especially if we already have something that we're working with ourselves. And Mars 4 is the last, latest addition to our own inventory. Obviously, the review is going to be coming up. But today, we are chatting about the, the, the larger size printers, right? So, um, what, what do you think is a driver in demand for larger size resin printers? I think, um, you know, the community really wants to be able to start printing big. So um, uh, just in case, you know, um, people need like like a little bit of background. So resin 3D printers are generally a lot smaller than a, a typical FDM printer. So if you think of um, those Creality Ender 3s or the latest, you know, Bamboo Labs X1, those things can print maybe about 25 centimeters by 25 centimeters by 25 centimeters. Resin printers are a lot smaller. You're looking at maybe like the, the the smaller ones are or the more typical ones are maybe like 15 centimeters by eight centimeters by another 15 centimeters. So these things are really, really, really tiny in comparison to an FDM printer. So a lot of people buy these resin printers for uh, models, um, tabletop, terrain, um, jewelry. So these little things. Um, but people want to start building bigger and bigger and bigger. So there's a huge appetite, you know, in the community who wants to build bigger objects. And then um, a lot of industries starting to take notice of resin printers because the, the resolution on these uh, machines are so good that, you know, companies want to start building very complicated, maybe enclosures for their products or, or kind of engineering grade um, objects. So having these larger ones, it's a great addition to uh, resin printers. No, that's fantastic. Yeah, obviously, obviously, FDM have a place and a role to play when it comes to three D printing. But the quality that you get out of, out of the resin ones is definitely, at this point, I'm probably not comparable. Like it's just so much exactly. better than FDM. Uh, <laughs> we, we we definitely see the big differences when we start printing our own objects. But for today's episode, we're talking about Elegoo Jupiter SE. We're talking about Frozen Mega 8KS, Anycubic Photon M3 Max, and the new Apex Maker X1, the resin version. So let's get right into it and start with the Jupiter SE that's on retail price of $700. Now, Paul, why is it in the list? What's so special about this particular model? Yeah, so um, actually, first of all, one thing I like about resin printers is uh, their names are a lot easier to pronounce than their FDM um, yeah. counterparts. Uh, I think last episode, I think we had a bit of a tongue twister trying to go through all the different um, FDM printers, but you know, in resin printers, you have Elegoo Jupiter, like that's way easier than say, you know, I don't know, um, ABCDX1 or something like that. But anyways, so, um, with the Jupiter, um, so this is the Jupiter SE. Um, Elegoo had 
um, the Elegoo Jupiter before. And one thing about larger resin printers is that um, when they first came out, they were really pricey because to get the parts, especially that screen that you need to um, uh, use to project the image, those things were really, really, really expensive. Like, I think they were like more than a thousand bucks back in the day. But now I think um, uh, with better manufacturing, more demand, they were able to bring the price down. So that's what the Jupiter SD is all about, bringing the price down. Um, the older Elegoo Jupiter, I believe, started at about $1,200. Now this thing is at $700. So that's a huge price, you know, decrease, like making like larger resin uh, printers way more affordable for, for everyone. So that's probably one of the big things about the new SE. Um, and uh, in terms of other features about it, it's um, one thing that we really liked about um, the newer Elegoo machines that it uses a four-point leveling system versus the older two-point leveling system that Elegoo is famous for. Um, and then the SE brings that on board, which we like a little bit more than the typical two-point leveling system. So if you were to take a stab in the dark here, where would you place Jupiter SE right now in terms of the rankings against the ones that we have, let's say, in the top 10? So I would definitely put the SE as a top 10. Um, so um, one of the things I'm trying to find right there, there should be a Anycubic Photon uh, Max out there on on our top 10 list, I'll put it probably slightly above it just because it's very similar to the Fontan Max. It's just a little bit newer, a little bit more refined. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's definitely a good quality printer. You're getting much larger size here. Um, mm -hmm. 277 by 156 by 300, that's definitely larger than before. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, I think it's exciting for those who are into resin printing now having the opportunity to actually go get potentially the same quality of the print. Is it the same quality? Would you say it's still the same quality of the print? No significantly difference there? So one thing that um, a lot of these uh, resin 3D printer companies do is kind of list how many K their screens are. Yeah, um, It is a little bit misleading because um, the resolution is always the same no matter how big or small the um, screen is. So for example, you can have an 8K 16-inch um, screen like what the uh, Elegoo Jupiter has, but you can also have an 8K 6-inch screen, which is what you would see on um, the smaller uh, resin 3D printers. Um, that smaller resin 3D printer will actually have slightly better resolution just because um, the pixel sizes are actually smaller on that smaller 8K resolution screen because the, the resolution is always going to be the same. It's just how big the pixels are. Mm. So um, you may lose out a little bit of quality compared to the smaller resin printers, but when you're printing something that big, um, you usually don't really see that much of a difference. You only see a huge difference if you print a tiny, tiny little thing on a big resin printer and a tiny, tiny little thing on a smaller resin printer. All right, Paul. Now, that's great news. Uh, and uh, let's dive right into the second one that we have here. Uh, the Frozen Sonic Mega 8K S. 
<sighs> mouthful. Uh, but what do we know about this printer? So just like um, the Elegoo Jupiter, the Sonic Mega 8KS is also a uh, more affordable version of the older Sonic Mega 8K. Yes, definitely a mouthful. Um, and you'll probably find this as a kind of a theme throughout today's episode is uh, these larger, newer resin um, uh, resin printers. Um, they're they're much more affordable than say last generation's um, resin three D printers. So if you look at these, uh, you know, marketing images that Scott's showing, you can kind of see how great the resolution is on this eight K machine. Um, and uh, one thing that the Mega 8KS that uh, that um, uh, Frozen has over the Elegoo is that 8K resolution. So um, this printer has an 8K resolution screen versus the Elegoo Jupiter SE has a 6K um, resolution screen. So it is quite a bit more um, detailed than the Elegoo. We'll definitely need to put um, these printers head to head to see whether that translates to a real life difference. But at least on paper, you can see that the Frozen Mega 8KS does have that resolution advantage over the Elegoo. Um, one thing that I really liked about this new Mega 8KS is its lid. So um, Scott, I'm not sure if they have any marketing images of it, but um, with a lot of the, uh, that was probably pretty good image up there. A lot of the um, printers out there, they're, they're lit, you need to take the whole thing off. So um, that takes up a lot of space, both, you know, you need that extra vertical room to take it off and then um, put it somewhere on the side. The, uh, the Frozen has a hinge. So that lid doesn't take up nearly as much room when you kind of open and close it. So um, that's a, a, a small quality of life feature that we really like and we wish more 3d printer manufacturers um you know put in their printer but seems like frozen is the one that um is taking the lead on this yep this is a perfect image of what i'm talking about so pretty simple improvement <laughs> just make it, it is. just make it attached and make sure that it's uh, opens opens uh, opens on the uh, on the top okay Got it. Uh, so, but given how much of a difference there is in price, right? So the Frozen is at almost sixteen hundred dollars, whereas the Elegoo Jupiter SE is at seven hundred dollars. Um, would you? W which one would you still prefer to buy? If I was, you know, more budget conscious, definitely the Elegoo. Um, if money was no object, uh, Frozen has a really great track record of of, you know, really reliable, easy to use, no fuss uh, 3D printers. So um, if if, um, if budget is not a concern, Frozen is definitely a great choice. Okay, and seems like you can get also 10% off. Uh, so additional $150 or so, uh, definitely worth checking out. So Frozen, Sonic Mega 8KS, um, uh, by the looks of it, quite quite an impressive uh, printer uh, definitely simple additions uh, are making the printer even better 
so you don't have to deal with the with the with the lid or uh, <laughs> and kind of putting it aside and finding extra space. I know that a lot of folks on our website like to read about 3D printing tables. <laughs> it's one of our most popular articles. So clearly, folks are looking for something that can facilitate all the uh, all the needs that they have for larger size printers and whatnot. So you know. Could be a, could be a great printer for for those folks to check out. Now the last one, uh, the next one is an Cubic Photon M3 Max, and uh, it's at eight hundred and fifty dollars, which puts it between Elegoo and Frozen. Um, how do you feel about this one? So this one, we actually did have a review of um, this printer. So this is something we can definitely speak from experience, um, and it is a great three D printer. Um, that the prints that come out of it are great quality. Um, and this was other uh, the Photon M3 Max was probably, not probably, it is um, kind of the first attempt at making a more affordable, uh, large um, format resin 3D printer. And it did, I think it did a really, really good job as a first attempt. Um, the prints were great. And then like this thing prints huge. So we used it a lot um, when we were testing out large batches of 3D prints or really, really large figurines. Um, but there were, you know, some teething issues with this uh, machine. Definitely shows us a bit first generation. Um, the, 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 the LCD, the UI definitely looks a little bit more dated compared to, you know, today's modern um, uh, touchscreens and UIs. Um, and uh, when we were using the Chitubox um, software with it, we found that it was really, really slow and buggy. I think it's just, you know, a, a question of um, Chitubox setting us, uh, stepping up its game to, to make sure it's uh, supporting this printer better. But um, apart from that, this thing printed really well. It's just, um, um, now is now has a lot more competition from Elegoo and both you know it's a newer model and it's a little bit cheaper than any cubic. Yeah, so the Elegoo Jupiter SE is uh, about one hundred fifty dollars cheaper. Yeah. Uh, than any cubic photon M three Max, um, but would you would you recommend getting any cubic at this point when um, Elegoo is cheaper and by the sound of it better quality? I would say we'll take. We should definitely take a wait and see approach since the Elegoo just came out. We're definitely going to try to get it in for review. Once we get it in for review, we can definitely make a proper comparison whether one is actually better than the other. Yeah, no, that's a good advice. Then now the last one is the Kickstarter campaign for Apex Maker X One uh, Industrial High Speed Eight K Three D Printer. Uh, this I I don't think this has even been shipped yet uh but we've we've checked some of the updates uh, didn't look like they they were just packing them there were some photos and whatnot but we're not yet sure if folks got them but uh, any any assumptions on what's going on there what the quality should be expected from these printers yeah so one thing that we're we are really excited about is apex maker is a brand new company so Elegoo, Anacubic, uh, Frozen, they're all established players in the resin market, which is great because, you know, um, they have some history, you know what kind of quality they're like. Apex Maker is brand new, which good thing is we have a new competitor in the scene. Um, obviously, the downside is because they're brand new, we don't know how good they are, what kind of history they have. But um, 
we're, we're quite excited to see a new player in the field. Um, the Apex Maker is kind of trying to take a lot of the community feedback from, from all these bigger uh, 3D printer manufacturers. They, they want something big, they want something high quality, so that, that's where the 8K resolution comes in. Um, they also heard a lot of people wanting a kind of enclosed machine with a big lid. So something like the, um, the, the Frozen, that is something that they have. They have a big lid, which is really great. They have some other really cool features like a resin heater inside it that a lot of the big players don't have. So um, for some background, resin is extremely temperature sensitive. It likes to print around 25 degrees to 30 degrees um celsius so um if you know if, if you have you're in a heated room it's usually pretty fine but a lot of people like to print in the garage maybe in the shed for ventilation um because of that um uh sometimes resins can be a little bit more you know picky on um like the temperature that they're printing at so having a resin heater is great so we're quite excited with we're very excited about this of course, there are some caveats. This is a Kickstarter, um, a little bit buyer beware. Um, this is coming from an unestablished brand. So again, wait and see. If you're not 100% sure about this printer, it's definitely a great idea to have a wait and see approach for this. Yeah, I mean, like with a lot of Kickstarter campaigns, there tends to be, you know, delays, there tend to be issues with shipping and whatnot. And then sometimes when there's don't actually deliver, but by the looks of it, this uh, this printer has been, you know, has been delivering on its promise and mostly on deadlines. Uh, and uh, it seems like a lot of the influencers in the industry, at least on some YouTube influencers, already had their hands on it and been able to provide pretty pretty rave reviews. So that's pretty good. Now, you're we're throwing at folks, you know, twenty printers on our website that are all resin. Then we're throwing at them four more printers that are now we're calling kind of a large format uh, resin printers. If we were to tell them, hey, go buy one, which one would it be at this point in time? At this point in time, kind of one of like my personal favorite is the Elegoo Saturn series of 3D printers. Um, I think it's also one of the top like two or three on our website and it's kind of a, a nice middle ground of um, of uh, size, price, and quality, because yeah. um, it has a much larger uh, like it has a it's like a medium they call it a medium size screen. So um, a typical small resin printer has a six inch screen, a medium one has a ten inch screen, and these other larger ones have a fifteen or sixteen inch screen. Yeah. The Saturn fits in the middle of a ten inch screen, so it lets you print quite big objects, um, but also has a very high resolution. Like uh, the Saturn two and the Saturn three has eight or twelve K resolution, which is pretty pretty insane, um, and they're quite affordable. Usually, right now, I think they're between three to five hundred dollars. So, as a resin three D printer, they're they're quite affordable, and they're well reviewed, well. And they're very reliable. Like um, we use them in our um, in our three D printing uh, business on a regular basis, and it's one of our primary workhorses. So that yeah. is one that I would recommend. 
Yeah, and uh, you were mentioning this morning that we gotta buy more resin because the 3D printing business <laughs> is eating up all our inventory. So, folks, we test those printers. We use them for our own 3D printing business called DesignDynamics.io. So, uh, if uh, any recommendations we put on 3D Gear's own website, it's really you know uh, all tested by us to make sure that whatever recommendation we give to you to the community is actually a real one. Now, among the four printers that we talked about today, just focusing on the large format, um, would you say that the uh, the Elegoo is taking up this, uh, kind of a, the affordability quality ratio or should folks just go with Frozen and kind of pay higher price but then be get better quality? You know, if you were the one to buy one of the four, what would it be? If I could buy any one of those four, I would probably go for the Frozen just because it has that proven brand reliability. Um, I think I think every single person I've met and every article I've read and every kind of like YouTube video I've watched kind of said, hey, Frozen is that brand if you want great quality, great reliability. Of course, they're paying for that. But um, if if um, I could pick any one of them, definitely would go with the Frozen. Okay. No, that's always got to ask that because it's easy to throw the options at folks, but then the <laughs> folks can complain. Hey, <laughs> you know, you did, you're, one, you're, right? yeah, you're telling me all of this, but why don't you tell me the truth as to what you should, what I should be getting? But now you mentioned that the price uh, for this the prices for this printer just a few years ago were over a thousand dollars. Obviously, Frozen is still fifteen hundred dollars, but it has dropped significantly, especially if you compare, let's say, Elegoo Jupiter. Uh, yeah. Jupiter, yes, SE, uh, to the previous model, uh, the price is significantly lower. Lower. What is driving lower price uh, when it comes to these printers? I want to say it's probably a lot cheaper and easier to produce those gigantic um, LCDs for those uh, printers. So um, the LCD screen uh, that is creating the image for the 3D print for the resin 3D prints, that is usually the most expensive part of a resin 3D printer. Um, and the smaller ones, um, they, they've gotten the price down so much because they started using off the shelf cell phone screens, um, yeah. to power their, um, their, their printers. Um, and I think they're trying to do something similar with, um, with the larger resin, uh, printers. So they're probably getting, um, off the shelf, larger screens, or they're getting a company or a manufacturer to produce these in large enough quantities to make it more affordable. So I think that's what's driving down the price. Just that demand, that ease of creating those larger screens, is, those savings are being passed down to the consumer, which is great. Okay. Now, uh, obviously, for those you know who've been playing around or using the resin printers in the past, there's probably not much of a learning curve to go from you know, small format, medium format to larger format printer is probably all the same. However, for those who are just getting into resin printing, let's say if someone has been, uh, you know, printing on FDM and whatnot, and you what is the learning curve there? What, what should they be aware of? So I think the biggest thing from going from FDM to resin is, um, resin is a lot messier than an FDM printer. So if you're used to, you know, printing PLA, PGG, like normal, like a more um, typical filaments on your uh, FDM printer, it's you kind of just pop it off your build plate and 
you're you're off to the races to do what you want with those prints. With a resin 3D printer, um, when it's done printing, you first need to wash it in some sort of like um, either like a, a IPA or water, depending on what kind of um, uh, resin you're using. Then you have to dry it. Then you have to cure it in more UV light, and then then you're able to. Um, um, be done with the resin print. So that's a very, very messy process. Another thing that you have to watch out for is there are fumes that come out from um, resins and they're definitely not good for your health. I know there's fumes if you print say ABS, um, but those ones are usually a lot more manageable compared to what you see in resin. So with resin, you have to make sure you print in a well-ventilated environment. In, um, in our 3D print farm, we actually have a bunch of um, industrial um, greenhouse uh, air purifiers in our resin printing area that vented all outside because um, we take you know resin safety very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is something that you need to to take uh, into consideration. The fumes, the mess, um, those those are things you have to watch out for if you're coming from FDM. Yeah, definitely do your research, folks. Uh, there are. There are fumes, uh, that, and you know if if you if you have a child in a house, uh, perhaps if you do have you know children running around and whatnot, just be very cautious. It needs to be a dedicated area for your resin printing, uh, just uh, as, as it was any other printer, I guess. And you know, safe uh, to keep your safe children safe and whatnot, but also make sure that you know if you need to wear perhaps a mask, have the filters in, in place uh, to, to clear up the air from the fumes that are the, that are produced as a result of resin printing. Now, how pets do you too. see this? So, yeah, pets too. Um, <laughs> pets too, yes. My, my cat loves looking at my printer all the time, so I basically have to shoot her away. Um, every time I'm starting the machines. <laughs> yeah, well, it's also not nine lives anyways, so it's okay. <laughs> but uh, what is it, what, how do you see the impact of large format resin printers? What kind of impact do you think it will have on the, uh, on the, on the, on the future of 3D printing and the 3D printing industry as a whole? So from the industry perspective, I think a lot of uh, companies are starting to take notice, especially the larger ones. Um, so Scott, you can do me a favor, go back to the Apex Maker page. Um, they do have a picture or, or a clip of them kind of showcasing kind of the really large prints that they're doing, something like this. I believe this guy's pulling out a kind of a, a speaker case or a computer case or something like that. Um, so a lot of industrial players are like, who really want to, you know, take advantage of the high detail, um, the unique properties of resin. Now they can do it because now they have a printer big enough because before they were tiny. Um, uh, the only industry that was really making use of it before was the dental industry um, because um, uh, when, the, when they're printing on molds for, for braces or for Invisalign or other dental things, they're, they're relatively small. But now you can print speaker cases, enclosures and other things for other industrial applications. So I think a lot of industries are starting to take notice of uh, these larger format resin printers. Um, On the consumer side, um, a lot of us really want to print big figurines, big statues, big models. Um, And now we can start doing that. I think there's, there's, yeah, this image of this lady holding, I think, is it a gigantic dragon um, print? But um, (laughs) something like that would be awesome, you know, to, to just have this gigantic 
dragon or something like that. So that's really cool. No, for sure. And uh, I think that in the the one the one question that kind of pops in when it comes to commercial 3D printing or industrial 3D printing, obviously the size is important. Uh, however, what about the speed? Uh, you know, you, you, if, if someone is trying to produce uh, on, on commercial scale, they're probably looking to produce quite a few of those parts or, uh, you know, prints as many of them as possible. So what are we talking about in terms of the speed? Do, are these printers fast enough? I think they're pretty fast. Um, one thing that um, a lot of these companies do is kind of, uh, market their printers to be extremely, extremely fast. I think Apex um, was saying they they like print at like 180 millimeters per hour, which is which is like really, really, really fast. In reality, these printers are a lot slower than that. Um, so taking you know what the website or the manufacturer always says on their website, like you probably had to take it with a grain of salt. But they are pretty fast. They're probably fast enough for most manufacturers, most um, people, in, like most industries that need a 3D printer. But they might not just be as fast as what the website claims. Yeah. Okay. So, again, folks, lots of interesting things going on in the industry when it comes to resin. Uh, the quality of the prints is definitely far beyond what you can get out of the FDM printer, especially when it comes to miniatures. Uh, we love to print our own miniatures. I have a set of our own miniatures here. When it comes to size of the miniature like this, uh, this is 28 millimeter we're talking about, I believe. Um, yes. uh, folks probably can't really see, but we, we are developing our own uh, board game here, and uh, we are modeling our own miniatures and whatnot, and then printing them on various resin printers. And Folks, nothing can beat the resin at this point in time. Uh, so if you are looking for a, a great resin printer, whether it's small or medium size, check out 3dgearzone.com. We have rankings there. Uh, we haven't yet looked at all of the large uh, format printers, uh, but uh, like Paul mentioned, we are looking forward to getting some of them and uh, actually testing them ourselves and then providing reviews back to the community. Any parting thoughts, Paul? Anything else for community to know? I'm just excited about all these large format resin printers because I always want to print it, you know, gigantic robots and that kind of stuff. And now I finally can. So yeah. <laughs> what about cosplay uh, community? Do they get to benefit from that a lot? Some of them actually do. Um, uh, like uh, there's some props that would do well in these large format printers, like, um, you know, swords, daggers, uh, um, those things would probably do really, really well with um, a, a large resin uh, printer. Um, I think there's some people who even try to print like helmets and pieces of armor, which is kind of crazy. But um, yeah. it's it's great because like, the cool thing about resin is um, you barely need to do any sanding before you paint for, for your props. So it's yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, we get quite a few requests from cosplay community in our other business to to print uh, on demand. So if you are starting a business, definitely check out uh, what cosplayers into. Perhaps test it out, whether it's FDM or resin. Uh, they they it could be a good way to kick off your own business, your own farm. Uh, to tap into that community as well. All right. Well, that's uh, that's a wrap for today. We Last week, we talked about FDM printers. This week, we're talking about resin. Uh, for our next episode, we are going to be talking about Creality K1. 
Uh, it's our, le- well, it's Paul's latest obsession. Uh, he is going and getting more of those. Uh, so again, uh, I think it's an interesting printer to chat about and actually go more in depth. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the notorious Bamboo Lab X1C uh, that everybody already knows about, but it's good for us to just kind of go over you know, one year, one and a half year review of us owning the printer and what do we actually feel about it as a long-term user. So comment, like, subscribe, uh, whether you like us or not, leave a comment. Uh, We are grateful for the engagement and any feedback. And if there are any particular topics that you are interested in, folks, do not feel shy and let us know. We are looking for more ideas. Now that there is a shortage of it in 3D printing industry, there's something new going on every week. But if there is something dear to your heart, definitely let us know. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side.